Welcome to the Wrestle Down. Wrestling on down now. Remix. I'm Jer Plopple. Dennis Bruno. And we got Keaton the Kitten Man uh, sitting this one out, but he is in our hearts and on my bed. Uh, <laughs> this uh, wrestling podcast where we talk about wrestling. The only podcast bold enough, brave enough, progressive enough to have an emotional support cast. Uh, we've been watching this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just finished watching uh, the Hulu cut of last night's NXT episode. Yes. Um, what'd you think? Loved it. Yeah, me too. Uh, NXT is right out of the gates, two weeks in a row, uh, pumping tons of adrenaline and action right at people. Um, I really, really liked the cold open to this one, where uh, you see the NXT arena, mm-hmm. and there's just a friggin' championship ballet yeah. that the Undisputed Era ascends and just lords over NXT's uh, arena. Is a metaphor. For? How they're over everybody. <laughs> yeah! Yeah. And the announce booth is there, and they're also a metaphor for how they're announcing things. Uh, <laughs> Some metaphors are literal. <laughs> it is. I don't know what a metaphor is. <laughs> um, but yeah, great episode. Kicked off with uh, Donovan Dijak versus Keith Lee. Yep. And they're definitely not finished with each other. Nope. Uh, as they said, they're like tied 1-1-1 uh, now. Mm-hmm. Right, Keaton? That last one was for the crowd. The crowd won that match. Yes. But... Yeah, this, this match, um, different in very entertaining ways from uh, the NXT Full Sail taping episode that they had, their last encounter. Yep. This one focused, um, you would put it very well during uh, during our watching it, that it was like building more of a match around commercial breaks and a different type of pacing. So yep. it was just a lot of just like bombs, heavy hitting moves. Yep, yeah, they just did all the big moves. They had like, what, less than 15 minutes of match time. Um, not counting the commercial breaks. Yep. Um, we learned about... Well, I wasn't paying attention to the commercials, but, you know, I'm sure they were very good. Uh, they, I, they seemed very loud. There was a country music and a Whirlpool one that I was looking up. Yep. Um, I think it was Johnny Cash song, but sounds like old 97s. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was a great start. Um, like a Whirlpool washing machine, you only put a little detergent in, but you get a great product. You only put a little bit of time into Keith Lee and Donovan Dijakovic. You save some for later. Thank you, Mauro Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> Product integration! <laughs> Mamma mia! Yeah, um, yeah, we saw that. Uh, Dakota Kai came back, my fave. Uh, she's back and her leg is healed up and she beat Tainara Conti. Sorry, mm. Tainara, she only has one name now. Yep. That's what you get. Um, <laughs> beat the Conti off her. Yes. What makes Dakota Kai your favorite? Uh, I think that she's... Uh, I just I've liked her look a while. Mm. Uh, she's got a good, she's got a good um, she's good in the ring. Yep. Um, yeah, I think uh, she's got a lot of potential, and uh, she's very very nice and charming. Yeah. And she was reading uh, I followed her on Instagram. She was reading Saga, one of my favorite comics. Ooh. So yeah. Um, I what I really like about this is her new finisher, um, or at least new to NXT. Yes. Yeah. Because the other one that she was doing, where uh, she would basically do a sunset flip over somebody, but give them a backstabber before yeah. she would roll through. Looks super dangerous. Yeah. Um, so the GTK is uh, now in vogue. Yes, I like that. Um, I did like that other move, but you're right. It doesn't seem like she could do it to everybody. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit more adaptable. Mm-hmm. So new finisher, uh, new ring gear. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. They also had Rhea Ripley beat up. Um, what was her? What was her new name? 
I was like Caden, something like that. Yeah, Kaden. it was like Caden. It was double K. Yeah, there, there. It was a very like enunciation. Yep. Um, and yeah, so like women's division looking great. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And the Caden was like the former Lacey Evans from the uh, Mae Young Classic, so it seems like she's put some time in at the Performance Center. Got a new name. Looked okay. Um, like beat an earring out of Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she looked great. She did a lot of lucha moves. Yeah. She did good, good lucha. Lucha things. So definitely, like, form-wise, just, like, went through a lot of motions that looked good that she could probably, like, speed up in matches in years ahead, so she, her potential is still intact and looked very good against Ripley. Yeah. Um, hold on. And, yeah, what else did... Um... What was the middle match that... Oh, Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane. Yeah, the they no fin- contenders match. They finally had a finish to a match. Yay! Um, those guys, it, it took them three tries, but they finished the match. Mm. And now the, we're going to get Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole next week. Yep. Do you think that's enough to get you to not watch AEW? Um, or at least, you know, watch... Which one would you watch live? That's a fascinating thing. Yeah. So, because I don't have cable, and both are going to be on cable. USA versus TNT. Mm-hmm. Just like the olden days. Yes, I also don't have cable, so I'm... In the, uh, hypothetically, because yeah. like I'm also just gonna have to watch NXT uh, next week because it's uh, the only one that's on Hulu for now. Right. Hypothetically, I would watch AEW just because it's the it's their very first. Yeah. And I mean NXT at this point, you almost take it for granted of how consistently great the shows are, the title mm-hmm. matches are, the wrestlers are. It's it's a meal in and of itself. You can heat it up whenever you want. Yep. Um, AEW. It, there's something about seeing anything live, which, like, I know is going to be our segment mania, but just anything of just anything could happen any at any given time. Uh-huh. All the surprises, it, like, you only get a first once. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, we'll see which one. I I think long haul NXT I would is where my loyalty lies, mm. but I think AEW can be interesting, and I'd probably. Maybe I'll even stay at my mom's house next Wednesday and try to watch it live. My God. Yeah. The sacrifices for <laughs> wrestling. <laughs> It's where I have to clean up dog poop. So that's because uh, she's uh, when she's away, dog uh, doesn't know what to do, and it just it just shits everywhere. <laughs> it's a very poorly trained dog. She's very anxious. Uh, shout out to Twix. <laughs> <laughs> Both the candy and the dog. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the candy is fantastic. The dog is all right, but she loves Alyssa. So. <laughs> Um, and that's our review of Twix. Yeah, good dog. <laughs> Almost as good as NXT. <laughs> Almost as good as Kushida. Actually, yeah, Kushida versus uh, and Brizango versus Imperium. Much better than that fucking dog. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I've been thinking it since we saw that. Match. Yeah, good six man tag. Oh yeah, yeah, good like good main event. Very good. I feel like uh, with NXT or just with WWE in general doesn't always present is really good tag psychology mm. which like NXT UK has pretty good that yeah um, and NXT itself tends to but this focused a lot on uh, Breeze being the face in peril right so it gave uh, Fandango a chance to really fire up and tool on Imperium Imperium looked really good yeah as a unit and as uh, just bullies just unrepentant like punishing guys definitely um so he don't and Kushida like, what I really liked about this match is that all guys are... They were pretty similarly sized. Yeah. But Kushida's easily the smallest of those six. Yes. And I think it was smart to not have Walter come out and just kind of, like, orbit around the ring or orbit. Because um, he's a gigantic man compared right. to all of them. So when Breeze was getting beat up, he looked about the same size, if not a little bit more, like, diminutive mm-hmm. of, than Imperium. Um, and then when 
Fandango fired up. He looked like he was towering over them, and literally his energy was jumping over their heads. And then Kushida just kind of cleaned up. Yep. Yeah. It was a good, uh, a good way. To, it also was a good introduction. Uh, introduction to Imperium. Yeah. Like, they haven't had a real match. Like, at least those, and those three are the, by far, overshadowed by Walter. Yeah. Uh, both literally and figuratively. So, like, uh, it was good to see them, see their, uh, their chemistry together. And we got to finally see Brizango back, doing their thing. Wearing black. Like, Keaton. Right, buddy? So much hip swiveling. Yes. Yeah, and then Fandango got to look great. Yeah. Uh, for the little burst that he did, he didn't do much in the match. It was mostly about getting Kushida over as, like, a, his own uh, threat so that eventually, presumably, he'll face Walter. Yeah. But I would also like Imperium versus uh, Fashion Police. Oh, yeah. That'd be a lot of fun. Yep. More tag stuff. More faction warfare. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's an interesting thing. Uh, they didn't use a lot of the wrestlers that they used last week. Mm. Um, I mean, Riddle and... Uh, Dane. Dane, of course... And Adam Cole came out but didn't wrestle. Yeah. Uh, Velveteen Dream is quote unquote injured. Right. Um, so, and like. They had a vignette for Johnny Gargano, but he wasn't there. Right, yeah. So I think that's a good uh, it's a good thing. It's, it's nice to balance the rosters. I've heard that that's how AEW plans on uh, doing their, you know, approaching their massive roster as well. It's fascinating in the sense that, like, I was watching a video this week about, um, like, Fire Pro Wrestling, its latest video game. Oh, that's um, so had licensed something like 60 to 70 wrestlers. Yep. WWE 2K's latest game had like 200 yeah. guys that are just like all under contract and that's who they can put in the game. Yeah, they got legends, they got everybody. Right. Um, so, yeah. just in that vein of like Raw and SmackDown, you see a lot of the same people every mm-hmm. week. Yep. NXT and AEW, they have the t- potential to cycle through people without it feeling stale and that's how you keep them fresh yep. is that you just rotate in new feuds and new new names and keep it rolling. Yep. I'm surprised that uh, NXT still has a roster big enough to cycle through people mm-hmm. just because um, it's two hours now. Yeah. It's two hours to fill. Like, it was, it made sense when it was one hour but and it was one taping for four episodes or something like that. Now that's live for two hours every week and they're doing a good job. Yeah. Good job so far. Uh, I'm looking forward to what they do next. Um, the bigger event that happened this weekend was uh, fucking Destruction. Destruction, the uh, the series of New Japan shows, but the last one happened uh, this weekend, Saturday or Sunday? I think it was Sunday. Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That make, yeah, actually, that makes sense. Um, I hope the time zones always screw me up. Um, but yeah, that was headlined by Jay White versus Tetsuya Naito. I, I, you, you saw the whole event, right? I did. Yes, uh, what'd you think? Because I um, haven't seen anything except for Naito and Jay White. I really, really enjoyed it. I feel like New Japan shows, they've been solidly consistent this year this mm-hmm. was another example of like a lesser hyped tour still delivering very big on matches yeah we're very much in the new japan the post g1 slump yeah uh, between the g1 finals and uh the wrestle kingdom mm-hmm. um build up but still had some pretty heated confrontations mm-hmm. like before jay white versus uh tetsuya naito you had uh, shingo takagi versus goto yep which was fascinating just like the two of them had squared off in the g1 shingo was the, the last guy to beat Goto and kept Goto from winning the B-Block. Yep. So it became this, uh, like, philosophical battle between what's a better version of Samurai Spirit, of right. just, like, somebody who perseveres no matter what and dresses like a dragon. I've heard that match is really good. It's very to, good. Yeah, I need to watch it. Um, just two beefy dudes who look kind of similar, but as the match goes on, you're just like, no, 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 no. I know, I know which is which. And also, <laughs> yeah. like, their styles are so fun and different and, mm. like, contrasting, but... Also, like, 
in terms of strong style, very complimentary. It was just excellent. Nice. Uh, the biggest thing that stood out for me, uh, aside from the main, Kyushin fucking Liger. Yeah. Yeah. Kyushin Liger. He's yeah. Um, do you want to explain uh, what that is, or should I? Um, if you could. Okay. Uh, basically, Kishin Liger is when uh, it's it's basically it's like uh, his demon, like how Finn Balor dresses up in paint. Except this is like when uh, it's, it happens when Jushin Thunder Liger's been uh, pushed too far, disrespected too much. Uh, sometimes someone will try to rip off his mask, and it turns out there's a fucking monster inside, and it's a violent monster who likes to stab things. And Minoru Suzuki pushed him too far. Uh, it's it's special because it's only. It's a side of Liger that he's only brought out three other times. Uh, Over the course of 23 years. Yep, first one in 1996, and then, like, a couple other times. Uh, so, I think I... I first, I only know about it because I think as this uh, Suzuki feud has pushed on over months and months and months, I think a lot of fans were, like, saying, like, I think this is building up to Kishin Liger coming out. And, uh... They were right. Yep. Uh, this was a like I think because Liger, the, or the guy playing Liger, essentially is an old man now. He's he's bald. Um, and the the hair and the Liger mask is clearly part of the mask. Mm. Um, so now he's just a bald head painted all white with black eyes and everything. He looks terrifying. Yeah, and he fucking uh, tried to stab uh, Minoru Suzuki with a spike. And now they're going to have a match on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, this weekend at, uh, what's it called? King of Pro Wrestling. Yep. It, the, the visual was amazing. Because, yeah. like, just to paint the scene. So, it was your typical eight-man kind of setup mm-hmm. where Minoru Suzuki's music hit. He's coming out by himself. And so he's got the towel on his head. Uh, Lonely Warrior's playing. And then Liger jumped him. Yeah. Which is nuts. Because, like, Liger is one of the most beloved dudes in the company he, mm-hmm. he's a good guy he he, he follows the rules mm-hmm. part of his hatred for Suzuki was just like this guy takes shortcuts he takes cheap shots he doesn't belong in the ring mm-hmm. and here he is just jumping him from behind yeah Suzuki Goon comes out to restrain Liger which is nuts because Liger's also probably like 200 pounds at most yeah he's a, essentially a, I mean he's the quintessential uh, junior uh, in New Japan yeah so he's getting a beatdown from all the Suzuki Goon guys, and then his uh, his backup comes out, Tiger Mask and Tanahashi, and I think Rocky Romero, but yeah. who's the uh, fourth guy. And yeah, it comes down to Suzuki and Liger just battling alone in the ring, and mm-hmm. then he unmasks himself. Yep. And it, it described exactly as you said, and with like Joker lips. Yep. And was going to stab him in the head, yes. too, of just like. We've seen so many gimmick matches and so many gimmick weapons in wrestling that it's startling when someone, like a character, is trying to murder another guy. Yeah, I know. And this feud's been ex- escalating in its violence, uh, even by Suzuki standards. Yep. So, like, it makes sense for this to happen. Uh, we'll see if he shows up in that form. Um, I've made a mistake. It's not Sunday. It's October 14th. Mm. But um, we'll see uh, if that's how it plays out or if it'll just be regular Liger versus Suzuki. I can't imagine that that will be the case, though. No. He spit literal darkness from his (laughs) core into Suzuki's face and at the referee. Yeah, I found out about it because I saw a screen cap of um, Suzuki covered in black goo, and I was like, oh, something happened there. Yeah. And uh, something did. It was very exciting. Yeah, I saw it on Instagram, and then I saw a video clip, and then I went back and watched the the show itself. So it's like, I gotta gotta know. I gotta watch the show uh, later. Uh, Maybe after I catch up on The Masked Singer. Um, I like masks. <laughs> uh, lucha shit. Um, good, good lucha masks. And singing. 
Um, <laughs> um, the main event, of course, Tetsuya Naito versus Jay White um, uh, for the Intercontinental title, fulfilling your prophecy of Jay White winning the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, you thought that he'd already won it, but he just you were off by a week yep. or two. Uh, yeah, what'd you think of the match? I loved it. Uh, same. Uh, I think that Jay White is steadily becoming what New Japan has wanted, which mm-hmm. is a big star who's not born in Japan. Yeah. Who it could be easily elevated to, like, their top four. Yeah. Um, he works incredibly well with Naito, and I, I just love the little psychology things that him and Naito kept banding back and forth, mm-hmm. like, them mocking each other, trying to make the other one smile. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and I think this was uh, pretty light on the outside interference bullshit that, like, follows Jay White around. Yeah. Like, more or less. Um, Goto hit Naito in the back with a chair at one point. Yep. But, like... Grabbed his foot at one point. Yeah, otherwise, not too... Not too much. Nah. Um, and it was a solid, like, just under 30-minute match, probably, if I had to guess. Yeah. At the time, I haven't looked uh, specifically, but... Uh, I know it went over 20. It was longer than their Team 1 match. And it was excellent. I think Jay White's, like, getting... And his pace is getting a little bit faster compared to early on. But he's had a lot of really great matches this year. And I'm very impressive. Yeah. I I think, like, his speed, especially in his chain wrestling, has picked up. But he's also way more intentional than he Mm -hmm. was. I feel like there's certain rhythms that you see certain guys who are on their way up get into in all of their matches. Like, I remember him fighting Juice Robinson and David Finley, where he was just going through certain motions, mm-hmm. as you would expect in kind of like a lower to mid-card match. Yeah. And now, like, when you run somebody into a guardrail, it's with, like, more malice and yes. more mouthing off to the crowd. Yeah, he's really good at mouthing off to the crowd that, you know, probably doesn't understand most of what he's saying. Right. Like, so he uses Spanish. Yeah, that's true. He also mocks uh, Naito in Spanish. My God, what a heel. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do with this um i don't think i haven't looked too hard at the schedule but at least on the u.s tour they're keeping naito and white apart from each other yeah so it makes it a good question of what naito is going to do in the lead up to wrestle kingdom like every day of a wrestle kingdom is still kind of up in the air yeah and that's very interesting uh this deep into uh the calendar right so we'll see how it, it plays out but i think we should have a good idea by king of pro wrestling yeah um yeah we, yeah we're three months out we basically know one match which is abushi versus okada on a day yeah we know that and we know that liger is uh retiring but we don't know what that's gonna entail that could just be like one of those uh gauntlet matches they do for retirement sometimes now that uh suzuki is presumably off the table right unless that ends in like a, such a bloodbath that they gotta do it again yep um which is possible uh, also, just uh, the Stardom's Five Star Grand Prix uh, wrapped up this weekend. I know who won. Let's talk about it next week. Okay. Um, but I have, because I'm not caught up yet. I'm still, I'm determined to watch it sequentially. I've got like a day and a half left. Goddamn. Yeah. They, I mean, it went by, it's weird because it went by, it was paced out pretty well for like a month and a half. But also, they just, because of their subtitle issue that we like covered a couple weeks back. They just uploaded like four shows in a row, and like almost all at once, mm. or, like within like three days of each other. So it, it's been hard to catch up. I'm not watching the tag team matches that they have, just doing the tournament matches. The second to last day only has three tournament matches on it, and I gotta watch the last day. Um, but I know who wins. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, I'll recommend some matches to you, and we'll talk about it next week. Santina Morella. Keaton, <laughs> how mean would that be? You don't know. You're too young. 
So mean that a steely silence yeah. followed Keaton. He was very confused. He's too young to know who Santina Morella is. Mm. Um, but, yeah, uh, great stuff. So, great wrestling all around. Um, and speaking of great wrestling, this fucking weekend, we're going to watch... I think it's going to be like a, a mid-effort, uh, very great wrestling. Yeah! Because, like, it's New Japan is coming to the East Coast. Finally, I mean, I know you saw them a lot, like, more than saw them for half the show um, in New York, but, like, they're doing a full tour of just New Japan. They don't have ROH. They're going to Lowell, Massachusetts, um, New York, which is the only one that seems to be going on the uh, their New Japan World Live, and Philly, uh, which has a fucking dog shit card. Um, <laughs> but, like, our show at Lowell fucking looks good as hell, man. Yeah, Let's, uh... Yeah, let's preview it. Uh, this will be our segment mania. Segment mania. Oh, okay, I, okay, yeah. So, uh, first match we're gonna see is Carl Fredericks versus Alex Coughlin. They're two LA Dojo guys. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing how they work. I, I was impressed by every LA Dojo guy I saw uh, in the G1 um, teaming with Kenta. Yeah. So I, you know, and the young line matches are almost always like sound. Mm-hmm. It was more exciting than you expect. Yeah, and uh, this is featuring the winner of the Young Lion Cup, uh, Carl Fred. Yes. Because I, I think it was Alex Coughlin who won it. Um, but either way, it's one of these two. I think it was Carl Fredericks. I think you're right. Yeah. But yeah, um, their fundamentals are always super strong. I think that it's, it's very fun that we're going to be in Lowell, and mm-hmm. we're almost guaranteed to see a winner of a match with a Boston Crab. Yes, yeah. Um, that's going to be exciting. That's a good way to kick it off, I'm sure. Um the next match, I know you're excited. Uh, Lance Archer versus Ren, uh, Ren Narita. Well, you know why I'm excited. Yes. Everybody dies! Yeah! Um, hopefully not everybody. I want to get home. <laughs> I have tickets to Carly Rae Jepsen the next night. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to die. Um, <laughs> also in general. Uh, right. But mostly because I got shit to do. Um, I got... <laughs> I got shows on Sunday and Monday. It, you know, it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> be so inconvenient. Yeah. I know. So, you know, Lance Archer, you, you stay the fuck away from me. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this because, like, like I just said, Young Lions are always great. Uh, I like Ren Narita a lot. He, she really impressed me during the, uh, what's it called? The, what's the junior fucking thing called? The Young Lion Cup. No, no, the, the junior uh, tournament, the... Oh, uh, the best of the super juniors. Yes, best of super juniors. He, yeah. yeah, he impressed me a lot during that because mm-hmm. um, he was like a sub during it. And yeah, Lance. Ar- I mean, Lance Archer is going to destroy him. Yes, but well, you know, I think Red and Reed is going to make us believe that he can win for like five minutes out of a ten minute match. Oh yeah, I mean the the thing the the only move I've come to expect from Red Reed specifically is his overhead belly to belly. And I feel like Lance oh, yeah. Archer, yeah, seven foot Lance Archer that. It's going to be a very fun thing to behold yeah. if that's, in fact, what happens. I feel like he'll do it, like, off the second rope or something just right. to get that distance. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Lance Archer was a, it just felt like he had a career renaissance mm-hmm. when he was in the G1. I'm very excited that I'm going to be able to see him live in America. Yes. Um, and for Ren Narita, um, him and Shota Umino had uh, excursions announced. Yep. So this is one of those things where, like, we're going to get to see Ren before he basically gets baptized under a new, yes. like... Yes, he'll be in L.A. Uh, yeah. Working at the L.A. Dojo, presume, presumably he'll be working in the indies around that area. Right. Hopefully. So, yeah, I mean, it. it you we're so used to seeing him in, like, pre-show matches, so to speak. 
and kind of used to what he's like, so this is a chance to see like him break a mold. Yeah, final form before he finds a character mm-hmm. and comes back, and uh, he probably has an egotistical asshole again. Yep. Uh, like, everyone seems to come back. Uh, <laughs> or like a fun fucking uh, Rapongi 3K type guy. Who knows? We'll see. What if he came back as just like a funkier weapon? <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Or like a, a mini... Uh, mini uh man shibata there we go oh you know, yeah directly um directly be tutored by that guy mini bada yeah oh that'd be very cute uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll see guy is under he'll be on for a little while though which is too bad because i think even the guys who were on excursion who were young lions uh when i saw the new japan cup in like 2016 or so those guys are still haven't come back yet. They're mm. just, they're working in uh, I think England mostly. Yeah. So we'll see how long it takes for Renry to come back, and then hopefully he'll come back and be like, "Oh shit, I remember that guy." Because I so far haven't completed that uh, that story that like life storyline of somebody going to for, to excursion and then coming back. Yeah. Uh, so they'll be exciting. Yeah. This is my like first class of young lions to watch, basically. Aw, they're uh, like a proud papa. Yeah. Uh, so the next match they got listed is Juice Robinson and Mikey Nichols, shrug, versus <laughs> versus TJP, double shrug, and Clark Connors. The triple shrug. Yeah. I, I like Clark Connors a lot. I mean, I, I like that um, from the Super J Cup, or not, yeah, Super yep, J Cup, yep. um, these two faced off. Yes. And they're both uh, dojo mm, um, LA dojo graduates. guys, and, like, they, and TJP was like, I respect you, even though I beat you up. Right. So I like that they're pairing for that reason. Mikey Nichols and Juice, exactly. Yeah. Big shrug of just, well, they did it before, so here they are again. Yes. Um, it makes some amount of sense because Juice is an American guy. Mikey Nichols, I'm just like, dude, you got to get, like, worldwide whiplash. Because, <laughs> like, he's not only coming to America, he's coming to fucking Lowell. Yep. So, like, it's as East Coast as it gets without hitting Maine. Right. So, yeah. He's the guy who was in uh, the... Mighty, the Mighty in uh, NXT, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, it's just weird that he's with Juice. Yeah. Randomly. Yeah, because he's also in Chaos. Yeah. And, like, Juice is sort of in uh, Taguchi, Japan. Yeah, as much as that is, like... A thing? Yeah, that's not really a a faction. Right. Uh, They haven't really referenced it since, so it is a weird pairing. Yeah. Um, So, like, for chemistry reasons, I I feel like this match is just going to kind of happen. This might be my... Like merch or bathroom break match. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I also think that Juice is going to have a very fun time hitting jabs on TJP's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. TJP's a guy that like I find him so grating, but he is like technically sound in the ring. Like yep. he's good at everything. He's just not exceptional at anything. No, and he's dog shit at talking. And, yes, and humanity. I was going <laughs> to say, and being a person. Yeah. So, and he's so like I. It's hard to get hyped about him, but I will enjoy the match, I guess. Um, Under duress. Yeah. I'll enjoy, I'm sure it'll be, like, more fun than I I sound like it is. Uh, <laughs> and kind of a surprise for this next match, we got the Rock and Roll Express, <laughs> Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson uh, versus Chase Owens and Giotto. Yeah. Like, this has got to be the most combined years in a wrestling ring that I've, I've seen live. Yeah. Uh, by far, even just on the Rock and Roll Express side. Right. That's fair to say. And I've, what I love about the booking of this match, um, A, is that it is the booking of the Rock and Roll Express against Chase Owens. Because um, mm-hmm. I think it was Robert Gibson who trained Chase. Yep. So it's one of those mentor versus student types of things. And B, this feels like something I booked yeah. as a joke <laughs> on one of on 
one of our episodes. It's just like <laughs> this does seem like something that would happen in like a WWE universe mode in one of the video games. Yeah, just like you're scrolling through and it's like Rockwell Express versus Chase Owens and Jada. Yeah, fuck whatever. Right. <laughs> I didn't know I downloaded Jada. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, um, Jada was gonna do some sneaky, sneaky bullshit. Mm-hmm. So is Chase. I feel like uh, the rock and rolls are they're gonna do exactly what they do best. One of them's gonna be a face in peril. The other one's gonna heat up, and it'll be fun. I, would be shocked if this went more than like 10 minutes yeah but it's gonna be fun i think it's mostly there for the um the novelty yeah like they've been you know they've been have you seen a rock and roll express match this decade nope okay because like they, they've been getting booked in the indies around they were at americana or beyond uh, earlier this year so i'm excited to see like how they are now um and i love chase owens so uh, i'm looking forward to this one uh more than the juice and tjp max yep match um and we got, oh, this is a good one. Tomohiro Ishii and Amazing Red versus Shingo Takagi and Bushi. Yep. That's going to be dope. I laughed out loud when I read this because, like, I remember from Super J Cup, it was like, oh, it's Amazing Red's last match. Yeah. And then I read this. Yes. It was like, yeah, of course it was. Yeah, I think even in the comments, did you did you watch that match? Um, I haven't yet. Okay. Um, Out of the Super J Cup stuff that I've seen, I haven't seen the last show of the three that they did, but... Uh, his match with Will Ospreay, incredible. Mm. Loved it. Um, but even during the commentary on that one, they said that like, he's retired, quote-unquote, multiple times. Right. So, I mean, maybe this is just, like, up the street from where he lives. And he was like, yeah, I'll take a paycheck for, you know, a tag match. The amazing red line. Yeah. He'll be here in six <laughs> to eight minutes. <laughs> so, yeah. And, I mean, it's fucking... I can't wait to see Ishii and Shingo, t- uh, you know, mix it up. Oh, yeah. I have that in all caps. Of just yeah. give me Ishii and Shingo forever. Yeah. Just two um, beefy boys who can lariat the fuck out of each other. Yep, that will be fun. Um, yeah, and I feel like, I mean, Ishii's the only one in this match who isn't a junior. Mm. Uh, I mean, now Shingo's not a junior, but, like, for most of the year he was. Right. Uh, so it's interesting, uh, but it's going to be fun. That's a lot of uh, flippy stuff, a lot of masks. Uh, a lot of uh, clothes lines and yelling at each other. Yeah. And those are all things that I love about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Hell yeah. It's actually all the things I love about New Japan Pro Wrestling. A lot of slidey lariats. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we got next up Hiroki Goto, Yoshihashi, and Rocky Romero versus Jay White, uh, Kenta, and Gedo, which is kind of a two for one for uh, previews for King of Pro Wrestling because mm. Goto and Jay White and. Um, well, okay, Koto and Jay White are facing off at King of Pro Wrestling, I believe, but uh, uh, Yoshihashi and Kenta will be facing off the next night in New York for the Never title. Ugh, poor Yoshihashi. Yeah, I know, right? Like, But he's that he's got that, like, magic where you believe that he can win for, like, not during, not, like, before <laughs> the match, not, like, in the first, like, three minutes of the match, but, like, once it hits its rhythm and, like, they're trading finishers and shit, you're like, yeah, I think he can do it this time. It might be a surprise, and then he, you know, he, he loses. Like, but I, I like Yoshihashi matches a lot. Uh, maybe not always in a tag thing because the tags are kind of they can be hit or miss. Yeah. But like, I mean, this is a good mix. I think this will be fun. I love Jay White. I might get one of his shirts. Nice. I have this underlined as like Jair's pick. If you know the reason, then Yoshihashi's your boy. <laughs> um. Uh, Tai Chi's my man. But like, but yeah, I like Yoshihashi. I think that the, this match is lopsided in terms of star power because yeah. you get Kenta and Jay White. Mm-hmm. They're both title holders. They're both on the same side. And then yeah. you get Gato, so that's very fun. Um, Rocky Romero is probably going to do some fun things. Um, part of me wanted to see him fight Bushi live, but you don't always get what you want. Yeah. Um, him and Gato play well off each other. 
Goto's a star. Um, yeah. I, it, at this point, it's been like three or four years since we started watching New Japan, and definitely more consistently the last few years. So I didn't get Goto, but I'm really starting to warm up to him. Yeah, I think, like, I mean, it. it's hard to... It was hard to be hyped about him for the longest time because, like, once he lost his G1 final against Kenny Omega, he kind of just drifted around a bit, and now he's, like, reinvigorated and he's in better shape than he used to be. Uh, he had a killer G1. So, yeah, he's, like, kind of on the ascending, and Yoshihashi's kind of... I mean, he's always descending, but, like, <laughs> it's a very slow descent. Like, he's just about at the bottom of the hill, and you think... <laughs> the landscape's got to go back up eventually, just, like, percentages, like, just the odds of the ground just keep going that deep, like, he's gonna hit water or something eventually, nope. and he's gonna he's, he drown, yeah. so it's got to be more land, and it's gotta go upward eventually, even just a little bit, maybe it'll just even out, I don't know, the guy needs a lifeline, that's Yoshihashi, <laughs> um... Put that on a shirt! <laughs> God, did you... Where was it? I think maybe I watched him. I watched him in the tag match on one of the other destruction shows. Uh, did you watch any of the other destruction shows? Not yet. Okay. Uh, he's he and maybe it is Ishii. Um, yeah, he and Ishii are in a tag match, um, a tag title match against God. Yep. At one of the other shows, and uh, his the shirt he wears, his merch just says "Get back up." That's all it says. <laughs> it's it's true. Um, it's the assumption that you're not even strong enough to ever get stay upright. Yeah. You're just always going to be on your At ass. At some point, you have to get back up. Oh, gosh. Um, God, he's just so, he's lovable. Um, I just, I wish that the butterfly lock was done by a member of the New Day. Yeah. I feel uh, like in 2019, it's just very much a kind <laughs> of yeah. move. Uh, it's, the, it's the worst submission in New Japan now that Okada's not doing his uh, Cobra Clutch. Right. Um. Speaking of the tag titles, though, our semi-main event is uh, Tamatanga and Tongaloa, G.O.D., mm-hmm. uh, versus Sho and Yo for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. This should be match of the night. Yeah, I am looking forward to this one a ton. Yeah. Uh, I know that the champions are going to retain. There's, like, almost no way. Yeah. Um, especially because the show's not being showed on the uh, network live. Yep. So I, I think it's going to be great, though. Oh, I, yeah. I love uh, everyone in this match. I want Tamatanga to throw Yo into the fucking lights and then catch him with a gun stun. <laughs> I would love that. Um, and it's not a very high ceiling uh, <laughs> venue, exactly. So I think that they would, they could do it. Yep. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's unusual because it is heavyweight uh, tag team champions versus a junior team, so they're lightweights. Um, but. I think it should be interesting, partially because it's a weird thing. I think maybe they might build to doing this at a bigger event. Yeah. This might be, like, a kind of a dress rehearsal. I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, th- there's nobody left in the uh, junior tag division, so you might yeah. as well move up your arguably most ta- most popular tag team Yeah, to the heavyweights, because there's nobody left in yeah. the heavyweight there's, tag division. There's nobody in their tag team divisions, I think. They have two... Uh, round-robin-style tag team tournaments coming up. One for the juniors, one for the heavyweights. And there's, like, a, uh, like, active tag team uh, in each division. Each. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, the champions and then maybe one other team and then a bunch of teams that are just thrown together singles wrestlers. Yep. Which usually breeds just, like, fun teams from there on, but for this match, 
Um, the pace is going to be silly quick, I mm-hmm. think, between because three of them are just very fast anyway, and then right. Tangaloa adds a little bit of diversity in terms of his style. Yeah, yeah, his style, his size. Weight. Yeah, right. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a fun one. Then you're right. I think that'll be a match of the night. That or um, yeah, that or the Ishii and Amazing Red versus Shingo and Bushi one. We'll yep. see. Um, it's all tag matches, but they're all good. Take your tags. Yeah, and for our main events, fucking our fucking mega like put all the big stars in the biggest stars in one match of thing got Okada Kazushika Okada uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi on one team versus Tetsuya Naito Evil and Sonata on the other team Mm -hmm. Uh, that is a lot of fucking name value two names versus one name (laughs) even though Naito it's Tetsuya Naito but yeah yes it's, it's the very best, arguably, of L.I.J. versus mm-hmm. the very best of all of the factions of New Japan. Yeah. It, it's their biggest... Yeah, it's... On star power alone, this delivers before the match even starts, mm-hmm. but they're going to do some very fun things. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be, like, the best match any of, anyone involved has ever had, no. but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be great to see all of these guys in one match. Uh, they all have good chemistry. I'm very interested because they have been keeping Naito and Okada separate for so long. And it, I feel like they might be hinting at putting them back together for Wrestle Kingdom mm. somehow. Don't know how. Um, I, the only downside is I, I look at these names and I'm like, oh, Evil is fucking taking the pin yeah. uh, at some point. Which is too bad. I like Evil. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it's a kind of a preview match for Okada and Sonata fighting on October 14th. And uh, just a way to get these other big names onto the card. Yep. And fucking thank God. Because yeah. they really didn't have to. The show... Came, I mean, the tickets went pretty fast, and I think it's not sold out yet, but, like, you know, this late in the game, uh, announcing this many uh, big names, fucking love it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm hyped for the card. I think it's going to be a super fun night. Um, I had a few things that I was going to just, like, wish for in terms yeah. of things that aren't announced. Yeah, that... we want to talk about surprises yep. that we might see. Uh, number one was uh, Keishin Liger. Just like the yeah. idea that it, I don't think he will. No, and, I don't think he, yeah, Jushin or Keishin Liger or any surprise, any non-announced wrestlers would be a nice surprise. Yeah, because like, and the thing is, I'm spoiled because when I went to Madison Square Garden in April, the Great Muto was in the Battle yeah. Royal. Yeah. So as far as just like surprise Japanese legends, I'm good. I'm yeah. already past quota, but that would be really cool. Um, number two would be Suzuki. Mm-hmm. I just, I really like Minoru Suzuki. I know, me too. Yeah, I wish he was on this tour. I wish there was more... Um, I also my one of my surprises I would want would be Taiji, mm. um, but I think I wish there was more um, Suzuki Goon uh, members because it's just just Archer I think yeah Lance Archer from what I can see like just glancing at the card again yep which I guess makes sense but it, it probably costs a ton to you know fly over all your Japanese wrestlers watch now that we're Jones and so much for Suzuki Goon guys we're gonna get like Kanemaru <laughs> or like El Desperado yeah well De- <laughs> I would love Desperado mm. but it is very light on the uh, light heavyweights yep or the juniors. Um, number three, and this is almost guaranteed not to happen, but an AEW invasion of the main event. Mm, and just yeah. like if you six biggest guys, and then you just have like the Bucks and Omega run roughshod. Yeah, I know. I I have a hard time expecting any surprises just because it's not televised or yeah. being broadcast. They'll probably put it up eventually, but it's not being broadcast live like mm. the New York show. But I would love for the championship match to have a surprise ending. Even if Sho and Yo win by disqualification and don't get the titles, which I don't think is a rule in New Japan. I think you can still get the titles by disqualification. I think you can. Um, but you like, can get them by count-up. Yeah, even if you get some some bullshit winning ending, 
that doesn't involve the G.O.D. winning to extend the feud. I would love that. Mm. Um, would love Gato and Rocky Romero taking over a lot of that match. Yeah. Just because they've had uh, issues for a long time. And they are two of the few juniors uh, on this card. Um, yeah. And also, I would love for TJP to not be able to make it uh, because, <laughs> his ca- because his car, um, you know, got, like... His, his rental car just broke down on the side of the road, <laughs> and then they had to call, like, Wheeler, Utah, or something like that. Someone local. I would love you. <laughs> just to get him in, just get somebody into that match. Um, just at the last second, and they just gotta fix that up, because I don't care. Even as a Filipino, I can't get excited um, about him, because I also have uh, fucking um, uh, Matanza. What's his Monster Matanza Cueto? No, uh, yeah, but what's his... Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb, there we go. I, why is my brain freezing? I must be sleepy. Um, but yeah, Jeff Cobb, also Filipino. So there's where my pride goes, especially now that Chris Wolf is retired. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. looking forward to this... Uh, I think I'm looking forward to this Matt, this show a lot. Mm. And also, uh, there's a pizza place in Lowell that does pizza in a cone. And I'm going to try to get that. It's going to be a big day. Get hyped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, so yeah, uh, fucking see you tomorrow. Yeah, see you then. Um, oh yeah, no, I was gonna say it's just like it live events. There's nothing like them. Um, yeah. Small, especially in smaller arenas, we're closer to the action. They're louder. Mm-hmm. You know, there's more stomps, more claps, more like more synergy. More is like a chance to get in rhythm with so many people around you and kind of feed off of that energy. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it's uh, yeah, I'm not expecting this to be like a great show, but it's like it's one of our rarest chances to see New Japan wrestlers live and in person. Uh, so, this will be this will be fun anyway. It's like a WWE house show. Yeah. And except it doesn't seem... Well, how many matches are there? One, two, three, four, five, about eight-ish. Yeah. Ish. So, yeah, they didn't pack it like the WWE house show I went to a while back, so I think I'm going to enjoy this a lot more. Uh, it's just going to be these wrestlers. A lot of them are going to be having a lot of fun. And it's gonna be good to watch. Yeah, a lot of proof. So a lot of the young lions proving themselves, which I'm gonna be excited for. I get to yell fun things like I I had written down um, like the the I went to one WCW Nitro in my wrestling mm-hmm. uh, fandom career, and I was sitting in front of this base of just manic Haitian Hulk Hogan fans <laughs> who just loved everything that he did. Yeah, and then just like townies who were all around me and I was a teenager with my dad and he was just like very politely sitting there just like yep I brought my son I'm not going to say anything I'm just going to watch this Yeah. and at one point I was screaming about how Hulk Hogan took Viagra yeah. and the townies were like yeah you tell him kid and he's like no 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 that is not true <laughs> uh, it probably is oh um, <laughs> uh, god uh, so yeah um, we'll, uh, we'll talk about the, the five star uh, next week and also we'll see how this uh, show goes um, hopefully none of the old people have heart attacks and die. Uh, <laughs> Everybody dies, though. That's true. That's true. He's right. Lance Archer is there. So uh, we'll see if we make it to next week. Uh, hopefully we do. But you don't know. <laughs> that is ominous as fuck. Yeah. And that is how the wrestle down rolls. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm Jeff Lobble. Twitter.com. Swing dingling. Dennis Bruno at Bruno 42 at this NC Danny B and the Twitters. And uh, Keaton is somewhere around here because we didn't... Oh, there he is. He's under, the, he's under Dennis' chair. He stopped uh, slashing at your jacket. Very good boy. Um, that and Because he's a good boy, I'll plug his Instagram. It's Keaton Fuzzy. Uh, this has been the Wrestle Town. Thanks for listening up. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.